1: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... everywhere as it is the saturday edition of the 5th hour with ben maller and danny g radio i'm on drugs right now man and we do this podcast because listen 8 days a week is required 4 hours a night are not enough for me and danny does the show during the the week during the day there late afternoon depending on where you are with cavino and rich but we are hanging out with you all weekend long. You can get this podcast wherever you find podcasts. Now, you've already found it, so I don't need to tell you, but you can tell a friend. And this the Saturday podcast, Danny G Radio. So exciting. This is so amazing. We've got NFL playoff football today and tomorrow. This is the last Saturday with a playoff game because – Next week, championship Sunday, and then it's the Super Bowl a couple weeks after that. That's the whole nine yards.
3: Yeah, I love Saturday football. And one thing I've been loving about this podcast, Ben, even though we have thousands and thousands of downloads, nobody ratted you out on Twitter this past (laughs) week about what you did to the microphone in the studio. It makes me feel comfortable that we could share intimate things on this podcast without snitches getting stitches.
2: It is funny that you would bring that up, Danny, because I actually am going to tell a tale about (laughs) that part of the podcast and something that is very important to me. And uh, it, it, it's, it, it's an added bonus from doing the podcast because people have said, like, what are you doing? You do the, the show during the week. You don't need this. What do you, why, why, why would you bother with the podcast? I mean, was shame on you. Uh, but, but, but there are reasons for it. Um, not really financial, as you know, Danny. We're not getting rich doing this. Uh, but th- there's other reasons. So on this Saturday edition of the podcast, I've got unmasked auto shop graduate Mary Poppins bag and we've got Pop Goes the Culture, back scratcher, and whatever else pops up. And we are – the flag is up, Danny. We're off to the races. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So this past weekend, I was away from my watch post. And I want to tell you, I'm going to tell a story in this podcast that's never been told before and probably should not be told because it's the kind of thing when I tell this story later on – it's a tease, Danny – People will be bringing this up and harassing me from the story. But I, I feel like I need to share the story. It's an embarrassing story. It's an awkward story. But I'm really doing it as a PSA. So I'll do that later. Uh, but this past weekend, I was away from the Watchtower for a couple of nights. And if you listen to this podcast every weekend, and if you listen last weekend, you had insider information. I had a memorial. My, my father, my dear old dad, Papa, passed away uh in early 2021 like the second day of 2021 it was, i celebrated new years with him actually with the hospital and then uh, got, he got he ended up dying in the hospital but i had family traveling to the Northwoods from four time zones i had the eastern uh, the uh, the east coast uh time zone 3 hours ahead of the west coast i had the central time zone so all of them, in mountain time zone. And, of course, people traveling from from the Pacific time zone. So I I had every time zone covered. And my family spread out all over the country. These are important people in my life. I I had a chance to hang out, for example, with my 79-year-old uncle who's going to turn 80 in February, my last living aunt or uncle, that I know of, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, they're going to hang out and, and, and it's, it's awesome. And it gives me hope, you know, cause it, you, as we get older, Danny, we kind of look to relatives that are older and we're like, well, that gives us a, a pathway that we have a shot. Otherwise you're like, ah, oh, we're fucked. You know, it's yeah. like the famous story about Mickey Mantle. And this is probably a dated story now, but this great Yankee, Mickey Mantle, and he drank himself. I mean, he had, he thought he was going to die when he was like 50 and so he just kept drinking and drinking because his father had passed away young and a bunch of relatives, but he didn't like he didn't die when he thought he was going to die, and then he had all these health problems because of it.
3: So, I thought you were going to say just fucking go for it because it doesn't matter.
2: He lived <laughs> until he was a hundred. No, no, yeah he he died, and then if I remember correctly, he his death was prematurely reported before social media. And then they had to apologize for him dying. And then I think it was NBC. And then they had to report on him dying again, which was awkward. Don't. Oh! Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's an awkward uh, situation. So I, it was great to see my uncle. You know, I've got to see everybody. But my uncle Mel, uh, we have, we have people in our lives. We live different lives, much different lives, but we know people that that, that have kind of crossed. Like there's a, a a buddy of mine who's a realtor, who knows my uncle uh there's a there's a kid in Israel who's studying to become a rabbi who knows my uncle and there's a few other people over the years so I and being around him I felt like I was like nine years old at a family reunion or a bar mitzvah or something like that so it was really it was really neat and some of the some of the weekend was like a Brady Bunch reunion it was like a flashback to a different time. I, my my wife went over the top. You've been to some of these parties, Danny. And yet again, uh, showing that uh, she's the hostess with the mostest there. If it was up to me and my brothers, we would have had some bagels and some lox and maybe a couple of drinks and some crackers, and that would have been that. Um, and she, of course, overrode our planning for this shindig. And she put together the spread for the ages. It was bananas. It was like pasta to the right, sandwiches to the left, dessert here, there, and everywhere. And uh, and so so she did an amazing job. And one of the other bonuses of this weekend, get to the point, please. Weekend with family is it unmasked? The guys that are P ones, but kind of faux P ones, right? And what I mean by that, like it, it, it was an added benefit. Like the radio listener, the person that's loud and proud and interacts with the show when I'm on terrestrial radio, but they don't religiously download. And we get great numbers on the podcast. It does very well. But I'm I'm fascinated by this because some of the biggest fans of the show don't tune in. And if you listen, we talk about our personal lives. We divulge things that we don't. Talk about sometimes on the radio, and because we can in the podcast, it's a more intimate setup here than it is maybe in the radio studio. And so, the naked truth is given, and you, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you are rewarded for being loyal. I had big time super fans, so Anthony in Anaheim, Justin in Cincinnati, among others, who were like outraged. They were blindsided, Danny, <laughs> that I was not at my position in my chair overseeing the playoffs in the NFL for that show. And these guys are like busting my balls and they're giving me a hard time They're throwing jabs at me, totally oblivious, totally clueless that this a has been planned for over two months and B, we talked about it in detail on the podcast. Now there were some Mr. Nice guy and a few other guys were like, Oh yeah, we know what's going on, but bad job by them. And again, they were unmasked and, my my brothers were in town uh, my my younger brother from wisconsin my older brother from new york and uh, my my wife was actually upset danny that i did not talk more she wanted me to talk more <laughs> but as you know working in radio we we do our talking into microphones we don't have to be the star of the show all the time when we're not on the radio i don't anyway i, I, I kind of be in the background in the shadows a little
3: bit. when she wants you to talk more she should hand you an old school mr microphone
2: yeah Exactly. Hand me a karaoke microphone or something along those lines. That's, that's all I need. I'm good on that. I am such a radio loser. How dare you. So anyway, that was my weekend. Uh, there is more to the weekend, uh, much more, which is quite embarrassing, but needs to be said as a public service announcement. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But I am not a graduate, certainly not an auto shop graduate. When I have a problem with my car, you know where I go? A mechanic. That's where I go, Danny G. I go to a mechanic. That's my spot. I I pay a professional is what I do.
3: I think you've already had another issue with your mobile. Yes. A lot of us, when something goes wrong with our car, we're like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not in the budget. My little race car has had the fancy cover on it in the carport for a couple of months now.
2: I remember when this happened, you were going like either uphill or something or down. That's right. Yeah. Do you remember the price on that clutch? It was like thousands of dollars or
3: something Ooh, like It's double or triple what you might think these days. So since I told that story, I have not had extra funds to get that new clutch because obviously wedding. And, you know, now I got a little one on the way. So what I did, Ben, I found a broker way better than just trading your car in at a dealership. So this broker is going to get me almost full money and my down payment on the car, which is nice. So I get to go shop for a new car eventually here.
2: Oh, that's exciting.
3: Yeah. To get the car sold though, I had to get the battery jumped. I had to have AAA come out. Also running the engine to try to keep the battery charged over these past few months. The tank was on empty. So I had to go down and get some fuel and put that in and, you know, get the engine going because now when the buyer comes, they obviously want to make sure that the car is running. So I've had my hands full with that. So I'm driving a little bucket right now. In LA and in San Jose, we called this a hoopty. (laughs) Do you know what a hoopty is? No, what's a hoopty? A hoopty is a beat up car that you don't mind denting.
2: Oh, okay. So, yeah, we used to go – we called them beaters back in the day. My right hand was getting a workout. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I didn't know – I've not heard the term hoopty, though.
3: Hoopty. I like – So, yeah, you know, it sucks driving a hoopty because the seat is uncomfortable. There are some upsides to it, like if you dent it, if you um, spill something inside – you know, you can kind of be sloppy with a hoop because it doesn't really matter.
2: Yeah, it's already beat up. It's already got right. the cruises on it and all that stuff. So it's uh, And you can get these really cheap, right? I, I, there was a guy that worked at our, did some work on the Maller Mansion who's like, you know, he's a guy from Mexico. And he's like, oh, yeah, you need a car. I get your car for three grand. You know, I get your brand new car. You know, not brand new, obviously, but one of those yeah like 3000 bucks and you know it's, it's it's amazing there's a whole underground network of these cars it's wild yeah you're exactly right now the thing
3: is this doesn't belong to me this car belongs to my Tinderoni's oldest son but he's at the dorms right now he just started college so he doesn't need the car on a day-to-day basis so that's what gave me a cushion here to go ahead and find a a broker and sell my car. I'm going to do the responsible thing, Ben. Since I have a kid on the way, I'm going to get a bigger race car.
2: (laughs) Oh, I thought I was going to ask you if you're getting a minivan or like a station wagon, like an old school buy, like a 1970s station wagon or something like that. But Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) No, I'm going to get a
3: Hemi engine in a car that has a back seat So I'm going to trade my small race car in for a bigger race car. Nice. But I got to get to the other side with this beater, as you call it. And I'm not doing a good job because I was at the McDonald's down the street from our Sherman Oaks studios because right before going in to prepare the Covino and Rich show, I needed an iced coffee. I'm like, okay, I got time to get a coffee here and run back to the studios. You know what a shit show it is right there on Sepulveda.
2: Oh, it's a, it's a nightmare.
3: Yeah. And now I got to pull out, but there's a line of cars trying to get back onto Sepulveda. And one lane is supposed to go straight, and one lane is supposed to turn right onto Sepulveda. Yeah. You've probably seen this, Ben, where that asshole gets right in the middle of both lanes.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So there's a big line of cars, and we're like, you idiot. Like, move over. To the left, so we could all turn right onto Sepulveda here. I wanted to get to the studios. You know how it is before a show, you're antsy. You want to be in the building.
2: Yeah, you, you definitely want You don't want to be walking in when you're like a minute from the. You got to get there early. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, crap. You know, so you run, right. you're running, out of breath. Oh, jeez.
3: Well, and you and I are so psycho about our radio shows that I feel that way a half hour before the show. Like, I don't feel comfortable unless I'm in there forty minutes before the show, so I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, "Shit, I only got forty-five minutes before the show starts." I'm not going to wait on this person, so I do what a race car driver would do, and I scoot it all the way over to the right. And even though there wasn't enough space to get by, Uh-oh. I I still went ahead and did it. But when I turned right, boom goes the dynamite. Oh no. The right side of the front of the car oh, did no. that big drop off the curb. Yeah. And, you know, the the feeling of the whole tire, the wheel well, front bumper. And you you kind of panic because you're like, holy shit, what did I do? Is that permanent damage? What's it going to look like when I get out of the car? And also, when you do something like that, the, the in this case, there were a couple of homeless people right there. <laughs> and
2: they just, are, are they like are they doing the nelson they're like from the simpsons ha ha they're like pointing at you like you fucking. they, they all turn their heads and they look like who just did that <laughs> it sounded like the front of a car falling apart Do so you you have to get out of the car at this point or you try so You and, and that's the worst when you don't really know and you have to get out and make that walk and exactly. you're exactly like the anticipation you're like Is that as bad as I think it is? Maybe I'll get lucky. You know, that whole thing. Wow. Instead of a
3: walk of shame, this is a drive of shame. As I go underneath the overpass, turn into our parking garage. As I'm trying to find a parking space, that front wheel is dragging. Ew. And I'm like, uh uh-oh, this is not good. (laughs) (laughs) so i get into the parking space Uh... and i turn the car off i walk around and you're right it's that anticipation like what am i about to see right now that front bumper on the right hand side was dragging down by the tire i was like holy shit how am i gonna mess up two cars in a row (laughs) but yeah, I had auto shop in school. Okay. All right. And not just a normal auto shop class. I had ROP auto mechanics, which was you got to stay in the class two classes in a row. All
2: oh, right. You were the teacher's
3: pet. Oh, you were special. I'm wearing a bathrobe and I'm not even sick. This, though, is auto body class. I never had that.
2: That's a class many of us would benefit from. Wee!
3: After Covino and Rich was over, I finished the podcast, and now it's dark outside. I go to the parking garage, and I'm like, I remember what the front of this car looks like. I lay my jacket down on the ground, bend, turn my flashlight on my phone on, crawl underneath the front of the bumper, and I was able to snap the front bumper back into position. It's almost like made out of plastic. It's like a liner inside of the bumper right yeah. around the tire. Okay. And I was able to snap that back into place. Oh, nice. My clothes were filthy from being on the on the the ground there at our garage, but once I was able to snap all that back in place, you can't even tell. Really? Is that good? That's awesome. Yeah. The hooptie is back to being in its standard hooptie condition. This is a circle of trust as long as nobody tells my Tinderoni what I did. <laughs> and she's not bored one day and downloads this podcast, nobody will be the wiser.
2: No, no, she's she's married to you. That the, the podcast being downloaded happens only sporadically now. Now that now that she's signed you up to the contract, you don't need to worry. You're you're good on that. Yeah. Uh, but that that's great. I had I had a bumper issue years ago. I was driving to the old Maller mansion after the show. They were doing some Caltrans construction work. So couple lanes were closed. I got cut off by this guy going about 75 miles an hour. So I had to go into the kind of construction, the cone zone. And I ended up hitting like four or five cones. You don't think of those cones as doing much damage. But if you're going fast enough, they yeah. fucking rip your car apart. And they took my bumper. Half my bumper was off the car. Like It was, it was bouncing as I drove. And, uh, and, I, and I didn't know how to fix it, and it cost a freaking fortune to get that thing done. So it was, it was a nightmare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
0: And you will not believe where he's going next
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: As uh, we press on, so I wanted to, I'm going to tell the story as a PSA. I probably should not tell this story. It's a story that will come back to haunt me, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Because it's all about the life of, of myself and Danny G. And so this is a global podcast exclusive. Uh, Nobody else has what I'm about to say. Nobody else has this content. Uh, This past week, Danny, I made a tactical error. Sun Tzu said that every war is won before it is ever fought. That the, the fighting, it's already won before. So that also goes for some medical maladies that pop up. Now, my routine was broken. This is also kind of a car story. So last week, I had family in town, but before that, the mobile broke down yet again. And that meant we only have a couple of cars here. So my wife has, uh, you know, she has to go to her job. I don't, I can do the show from the home studio. So my wife took the car. And so I was landlocked at the Mallor mansion. I was under home arrest for, you know, for, for the time that the car, we were down to one car. My treadmill is broken. I have no vehicle to get to the gym. So I am living a sedentary life, sitting on my ass, watching sports, and then talking about sports all night. Is it too far
3: away to do an Uber ride?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean I could have conceivably done that, but I was being frugal. I'm not going to lie. So I'm doing a lot of soul searching. I'm, I'm sitting and I'm contemplating, you know, life and how I'm in this situation. But I had a kind of a digestive issue that popped up, or so I thought. My initial thought was I was doing the arithmetic and I was like, well, it's been a you know a couple of days and uh, you know I haven't uh, gone to the to the to, to the little boys room, you know, number 2. So I was clogged up a little. Bit. And you know, a little, little snag in the digestive system. So it it had been a couple of days since I'd gone to the powder room. Call it a constipation situation. This is the kind of content you need, Danny. Yeah. So, that's what I thought it was. Now, my wife recommended a cleanse. She said, "Oh no, I got some. I got some for you. You know, I just said, you know clean out your small intestine, and uh, you'll be pooping like a champ. You know, it'll be just 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 great." And uh, and at the time, Danny, it seemed like a wonderful idea. Uh, but this is actually a couple days later after the original problem po- popped up. I was like, oh, I'll give it a couple more days. And then I told my wife. I was wait a couple extra days. And she, and she had this great idea. And so she gave me – she went into her Mary Poppins bag, and she gave me some of her magic potions. <laughs> and, you know, it's the best laid plans of mice, men, and gastric experts. Well, much to my chagrin, Danny, it turns out that when I had self-diagnosed myself as having a constipation situation, while I did have that, I somewhere along the way, because of my sedentary life that 10 days or so, had developed. Uh, how can I describe this here? Um, there was a a situation that sometimes pops up if you, you sit too long and you don't move around. Danny, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Um, certain things take place on the backside there that, uh, let's just say we'll, we'll limit, uh, how things come out of that area. The, uh, the, the, the garage door is covered. There's something there. You know, what, you, you feeling what I'm saying here? You, uh, no, no, uh, it's a word that starts with an H. Oh yeah. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I didn't realize this, but I guess there's different types of uh, of hemorrhoids. There's some that will be very painful, um, and, and 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 bloody, and all that. TMI. But there's others that's like a kind of a flare up. I don't even know if that's the right term that I'm using. Hemorrhoid It might be something else. But I I, re- I read a bunch of uh, medical websites, and uh, so it didn't really cause me a lot of pain. So I didn't realize quite what the issue was. It was only when I uh, when I had taken the magic Mary Poppins vitamins to cleanse my body that I realized what I had done is I had created the perfect storm, Danny. Oh no. I had sent a tidal wave of shit to exit out of the body, but there was a, a door closed, a no exit situation. <laughs> 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 so the, uh, the trash chute was closed for repairs, but there was a lot of trash that needed to go down the trash chute and uh, man so I I was in a lot of uh, lot of pain and it was a real uh, real shitty a uh, couple of days, Danny and I got every kind of like there's all kinds of medicine you can uh, can put in that situation that environment but it would not have been nearly as bad if I had not made the decision to take the magic and I'd self, it's not my wife's fault. I thought I had a, just a pure clogged situation and, and all that. And from being sedentary for a few days and uh, yeah, but I'm all back to normal now, but it was, uh, it was bad for a couple of days, man.
3: Oh, that sounds uncomfortable just yeah. hearing about it. And I've taken those, cleansing pills before clean you out what a shit show
2: right it is a shit show and i you know my wife's so great about coming up with these little remedies and stuff so it's great you know having her and helping me out so much it was great to see poo you know, she is like Mary Poppins, but this was not super califragilistic supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It was the opposite. This was shitty, shitty bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was shitty, shitty bang, bang, uh, 100%. Uh, as far as back scratcher is concerned, we'll move on from that. But I just wanted to share that story. So if, uh, my advice is make sure if you get clogged up, we it happens as you go through life, make sure that that's your only problem. And, and, and double and triple check that you don't have a hidden problem elsewhere that might pop up, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Back scratcher, did we have one, three, or none this week, Danny G? One, three, or none? I'm going to say we had uno. Danny, you are an optimist. You are wrong. We pitched a shutout, Danny. We had not a single review. We had a bunch last week, but none this week. Oh, uh, take that, man. You're like Hideo Nomo. That's ah, terrible. I have a feeling, though, this story that I just told will inspire people to give us a nice review. Wrong. <laughs> probably rip me and goof on me. And that's fine. I don't care. Start a review. TMI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, anyway, you can you can help us out on the back scratcher and uh, check that out via the Apple Podcast page, which it's in the description. Danny's been great about that. Very simple, you can figure it out. So, you're a smart person. I believe in you. I trust you. So, let's get to pop goes the culture. Are you excited for pop goes the culture? Here we go. pop
0: pop 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 goes the go, culture.
2: So these are stories that not necessarily sporty stories, but stories that have come across our our attention, our desk, if you will. And then we we didn't talk about them. Uh, maybe some of us did, but uh, we're going to spend more time on them here. So the the headline on this one, they talk about weird. The lights have been on at a massachusetts school for over a year because no one can turn them off danny did you see this story no yeah what a redonkulous story you talk about incompetence at the higher highest level so the they're blaming this on the pandemic and supply chain issues this comes from the the school district in wilbraham massachusetts for almost a year and a half, a high school in that city has had the lights on around the clock. Uh, and, and they have been unable to turn off. They have about 7,000 lights in this massive old building. And it looks like the White House. I'm looking at a photo of it. It's uh, It's pretty cool. I wonder
3: if that includes
2: lights like on their sports fields. Um, not sure about that, but it's M I N N E C H A U G Minchog Minchog, it might be Minchog. I don't know, but it's uh, it's a regional high school in uh, this town in Massachusetts. And so the story on this is that they they built this thing, this light system, like a decade ago. The system was installed, and the whole plan was they're going to save money and energy and all this stuff, but the software that that runs the light system failed in August of 2021. This is in the spring. It's in the suburbs of Springfield, where Alf the alien opiner lives. And so the lights failed in August of 2021, and ever since then they've continued to run. And the taxpayers in this they've had to pay a small fortune in in electric bills. And so the the idiots at the school district are like, well, there's nothing we can do. It's a significant amount of money, but they had to get these special lights out of China to 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 replace the system and they couldn't get the lights and there was no other way to turn that off. The system was fucked up and they use these highly efficient fluorescent and LED light bulbs and, and anyway, so they couldn't get the lights fixed. They didn't have the access to it because of supply chain issues. And so rather than figure out a way to solve the problem, they just left the lights on and said, okay that's it. And uh, the school, the building dates back to 1959 and it was it was replaced the original high school, 1959. it was replaced by this other building like over a decade ago. And anyway, they finally just got the green light to get the system from China. But a year <laughs> and a half, Danny, that is insane, right? I mean, that is, that is not so. I mean, I
3: yell when the kids leave the living room light on for an hour. Yeah,
2: you've become we've all become like our father or a mother. Yeah. Right? We've morphed into that as we've gotten older. We like, why well, do they act like that. And now we're like, we're just like them.
3: We have new ammo now. We can say, "What do you think? You're in fucking Massachusetts."
2: That's right. You think you're in a high school in Massachusetts? Come on. You think that power's free? Come on. No way. You born in a barn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, did you guys talk about this story on Covino and Rich? A woman has sued a concert venue because she got so drunk she blew up a home. And caused $15 million of damage. How about that? What? Yeah, this is in Canada. So I, I I was reading this story. So apparently the woman went to like a Marilyn Manson concert, I think. She got completely shit-faced drunk. She gets kicked out of the concert. She's that intoxicated. She then drives, because why wouldn't you do that if you're stinking drunk? She drives. She, of course, crashes her car because she's hammered. She ran her car into a house. The house then exploded because a car ran into it. A bunch of people got injured. That The fire spread to three other houses. So four houses are destroyed. She pled guilty. She, she's in jail. But she's decided to sue the food services company from the concert venue because the, the, the claim is it's their fault because they kept serving her alcohol while she was drunk. And they didn't stop her from driving drunk. And so she's blaming all these other people. And so, and uh, they're, they're trying to, that you're liable. How, maybe the laws are different in Canada, but I, she's an adult, I believe. Like, what's, what's the deal on that? We're not in charge of your life, you moron. Yeah, if you make bad decisions, you're going to end up doing things that you're going to regret and could get you in jail. You're lucky no one died in that in that I'm looking at a photo here. It's it's freaking nuts. Like she took out one home and then that fire, like the whole neighborhood had to be evacuated. And these homes are completely char- they look like charcoal. Craziness.
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Spotify. There's a story out of Spotify. They they did a study on the top music to listen to to go to bed, the best music to help you fall asleep. It's going to replace the Ben Maller show? How dare you? <laughs> you uh, you want to take a swing at this? What do you think the top music is if you want to snooze?
3: Well, usually it's like Quiet Storm, which is like jazz, soft r and yeah. I mean, I, I use that. Um, there's an app where it plays like, you know, the rainforest and little birds chirping and a shotgun being cocked. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I like the sound of rain, uh, but I don't usually have... I like background noise. I have a fan. I have some... I got to have background noise, but as long as I have white noise, I'm good. Racist. But according to Spotify, they claim that Billie Eilish, a uh, track from, from Billie Eilish, and also there's a song from a South Korean boy band, what? Dynamite, from... The boy band BTS. I don't know what that is. Are you up on your South Korean boy bands, Dan? I mean,
3: I know who that is because there's there's even a K-pop store at the mall in Thousand Oaks, and it's everything BTS. It's ridiculous.
2: That's a world I don't know anything about. That's a that's a uh, just a whole different universe for me. But anyway, they, they did the take stuff. out the tea. <laughs> yeah yeah they uh, they, they did the study and they identified that uh, based on their information uh this is what people end up uh end up listening to uh, and they uh, they claimed that uh, the tracks including dynamite and lovely are very popular very very now is it possible danny that the people listen to this music to fall asleep because that's just music they like and they happen to fall asleep is that conceivable that this just happens to be music that's important to these people and it they happen to listen to it at night when they fall asleep. Or is that outrageous?
3: Well, it also confirms that this generation has
2: really bad taste in music. I I would think so. They they say that lovely the uh the Billy Eilish duet with Khalid and it was featured in a Netflix drama Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, that has people um, go to sleep. So, I don't know. How about this one from Vegas? You were just in Vegas. Uh, a VIP, a big wig in Vegas has revealed how big a high roller you have to be. How much money do you have to spend to be get a high roller status in Sin City,
3: Danny? To be called a Whale. I'm going to say you have to drop at least $100,000.
2: Hundred thousand dollars you are going with here. So the the numbers on this, the way this is broken down, uh, the high roller status. Uh, you you have to. Well, I, I should take this back. The the whale thing is maybe not the right term. Just high roller. Oh. Um. To you have to you play the the twenty five dollar slots, the five dollar slots, uh, things like that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get the exact number here. There's a lot of numbers in this in this story. So to get gold status, and that means he's got rooms are free, as much food and beverage as you want. Everything's done. Uh, he said in 20. This goes back to 2016. He bet sixty six thousand one hundred eighty eight dollars. Yeah, not too far off. Yeah. He said he won. This is wild. So he put 66 grand in a slot machine or different slot machines, and he ended up netting a win of $2,190. <laughs> so it's a lot. Of, that's a lot of work, man. That's a a, a lot of work. Uh, this is. And then he, this guy goes through everything. He's like, uh, 2018, he was like the king, right? Because he, he was in Vegas. The limo would pick him up. He was in the VIP lounge. He had a 900-square-foot suite with a balcony overlooking the Bellagio Fountains. But in order to get that, he had to spend $183,000 on slots. He lost that year almost $15,000. But that jeez. Uh but he, he goes through he sp- he spends uh, he has a whole like uh, spreadsheet this dude on how much he's spent at the slot machines per year, how much he's won, like he goes through the whole deal and he's uh, yeah, I don't
3: know. I, he's going to wind up dying of lung cancer if you spend that many hours in those smoky casinos.
2: Yeah, like I it's cool getting VIP status and all that, but does that offset when the whole how about this? If you lose fourteen grand, but you get you stay at the hotels all the time and you get free free money, like free free drinks, food, rooms, does that offset the loss of fourteen thousand? If that you'd have to live there, wouldn't you?
3: It's like the Mallard calculator at the Super Bowl last year.
2: <laughs> <That's, yeah. laughs>
3: Let's see, you would be adding up all of that stuff to make sure the offset was correct.
2: Yeah, I had to do the math on that. Yeah, the free the free food and the hospitality room at the, uh, the the radio road thing. So this guy coined out since 2015 through 2022, $700,000. $700,000 coined out. Jack Potts, he ended up winning $124,000. Uh, and he he goes through the whole thing, and he ended up, I th- believe, he's lost over since 2015. He's lost over 34, almost 35 thousand dollars on slot machines. So, but he's a VIP, Danny. Yeah. The guy's a, If I'm reading this right, the guy's a VIP. Come on, what more do you need? All right, this is Pop goes the culture. We'll do a few more. Did you see this? Uh, Pamela Anderson said she ne- she's never watched. The, the tape that made her more famous than anything?
3: I did see this, yeah. You believe that? No, I don't
2: believe it. Yeah, she got to be lying, right? Strippers are people, too. Nah, come on. Uh, Twitch banned a streamer, this this woman, for showing her feet on camera. Should you be banned, Danny? On, should you be banned for showing your feet? They're like some Kevin Durant-looking feet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I looked at a photo. I mean, maybe I'm looking at a bad photo, but they they look all right. They don't look like the worst feed I've ever seen. You Uh, are a foot connoisseur. Well, I'm an expert. Me and Rex Ryan. (laughs) Uh, Here's one. Waffle House employees are rebelling against a menu hack that has popped up on social media. And there are these people that work at uh, the Waffle House have said, no, uh, F you, we are not doing uh, doing this. And uh, some people have learned the the hack, it involves a breakfast sandwich that features eggs, cheese, and a variety of meat between two waffles. And so these people have been saying, oh, here's what you can get, and all that, you can assemble the sandwich yourself, ordering the ingredients But a number of customers have gone to Waffle House and they've they've started to try to get the people at the Waffle House to put the sandwich together and they're like, fuck you. We're not we're not doing it. And uh they've been shut down all because of a TikTok video.
3: We did some research on the Covino and Rich show. There is yeah. one Waffle
2: House location in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Are you are you gonna go to the Waffle House when you're there? You gonna- I
3: haven't been to one since I was in Atlanta. Yeah, sounds good to me. It's better than, uh, way better than Denny's.
2: I have not been to a Waffle House since, I was in Florida, like a long time ago. Like in the 90s, I ate. It. I was at a Waffle House, and it was like the coolest thing, you know, because I'd never seen a Waffle House. I'd heard about the Waffle House, but I, you, know, you go to the Waffle House, it's like, oh man, this is like the legendary place in the South. Um, now, when you're in Arizona, you got to go to Culver's, which is a Wisconsin restaurant, but a great restaurant. A great fast food place. And it's all over Phoenix. they got a bunch of locations around Phoenix. Wonderful. Uh, let's see. i do a couple more. We'll get out of here on the, uh, the pop culture. All right. How about this one? A, a recent report says that something people use to commute is filthier than a toilet. And this is something we see all the time, especially where we do the show from. You know those e-scooters? Oh, yeah. And those e-bikes? Yeah, they're gross with germs. Yeah, they say that those are up to, that's a weasel term, up to 58,000 times filthier than a toilet. (laughs) 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 Uh, Researchers have looked at the amount of bacteria covering public transportation options, and they've pointed out that your typical public e-bike or scooter is carrying thousands of times the germs of the average toilet bowl. Wow. How does that happen? Are people like pissing on the scooters? Are they shitting on the bikes? Like what's going on with that?
3: Yeah. Is that homeless people popping wheelies on the bird scooter?
2: Got to be. It's 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 I mean, it's got to be the homeless people. I mean, maybe there's just disgusting people that aren't homeless, but
3: man. And that is why right there that I have hand sanitizer attached to my keys and in my pocket at all times.
2: Yeah, they say this This thing says the two most bacteria-ridden surfaces in public gyms are exercise mats and the weights. Oh, good. So I use the treadmill at the gym. My ass feels so good right now, so I don't have to necessarily worry about that. All right, we'll get out on that. Uh, we got the mailbag on Sunday. Anything you'd like to promote here, Danny, as we wind things down on this fifth hour?
3: It is our last NFL Saturday. I'm going to be going in to have some fun. With Jonas Knox, his Saturday program, eleven a.m. to one p.m. on the West Coast, and then right after that, Steve Hartman, the loose cannon himself, along with Ephraim Salam, a Heisman Trophy voter, Steve Hartman, he is.
2: Yeah, he votes for the. Oh come oh, on. He, ne- he never he mentions never, that. He doesn't like to bring that up. He's a he yeah. never, and he also doesn't like to point out that he worked for Al Davis in the in the Raiders. He what? doesn't like to tell that. No, no, I know it's it's a, it, you've never heard that before. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the playoff games today, and we will catch you
0: next time. Pasta, pasta. Got to murder. Got to go.